0: Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. I'm going to get to the idea of monetizing everything. Right? Like, you have to understand you cannot afford to be out here just trying to give away free shit. Um, listen, there's a lot of free on YouTube. There's a lot of free on all these platforms. So if somebody wants something free, they can go find it. But if they want you to teach it, if you want to spend hundreds of hours creating content, right? If you want to do anything, then it should be connected to a profit. I'm just going to be 100% with y'all. Like all of that poor righteous teacher, let just give away everything and be happy and just give away knowledge. Like, let's cut that out. Because the reality of it is, is that there's like, this is a free lesson right here. But at the end of the day, I'm telling you to get that bundle pack so you can get the wealth standard and infinite wealth strategies. Why? Because more knowledge, more money. Somebody put in the chat, more knowledge, more money. Talk to me, man. Why more knowledge, more money? Because the more knowledge you get, the more valuable become. And, and money chases value. Value don't chase money. I just want y'all to understand that more knowledge, more money, because value chases money and knowledge increases your value. Knowledge increases your wealth standard and have you living higher. The more you know, the more you grow. You feel me? You got to remember that. Write that down. More knowledge, more money. Why? Because more value. Money was created for exchange of things of value. It's the evidence of energy. Money is currency. Right. So once you understand that currency comes in different forms. So a lot of our misunderstandings about money is our lack of understanding what money is because we've only understand it in the physical aspect of looking at a paper, physical representation of money, not understanding what it means as a currency, the fluctuation of that currency and all the things that can be currency. Right. So knowledge itself is a currency because if I could teach somebody something and then they pay me for it, which one was more valuable, the knowledge or the money? Just think about that for a second. I could literally decide to open up my clientele list and say that I'm going to do one-on-one mentorships for $10,000 a month and I can say, pay me in gold. I can say, pay me in silver. I can say, pay me in crypto and somebody will exchange that money, Right for the value that I have within this knowledge. Why? Because the knowledge is more valuable than the money. It's gonna save you time and time is money, right? It's gonna save you process. It's gonna save you learning speed, right? And also you're getting a physical teacher that can break it down in a manner to where you can comprehend until you get it. So what may have took me, you know, a a, a 10,000 hours to learn I can condense it in a few hours to teach. So now you don't have to go through that process, which makes it what? More efficient or more effective, right? Effective going a longer distance in a shorter amount of time. Longer distance in a shorter amount of time. That's your goal is how can I be more effective and not just efficient? The efficiency is doing what you're already good at consistently, right? You're efficient at getting money the way you already do. You're efficient at the processes that you already learned. But now we got to get to effective. How do we go further in a shorter amount of time? Right? All right. So let's get back to it. So, and I'm going to tie this all in. And this is why you have to understand, like, as everything is rising, right? Having multiple streams of assets is key, right? Skill sets for assets. That's my whole thing. Skill sets for assets. Remember that. because now I want to switch over to which is why Web3 is so dangerous. And I talked about this before. You might say Binance is a joke, but it's often those type of platforms that take over the world. You understand me? Because they got so much money and, and, and money ain't nothing to laugh at. You understand me? You laugh when you have money, but not laugh at the money because money is power and allow people to be able to monopolize and take advantage of the market. You understand me? So I want y'all to write this down. We over-habitize our lives instead of monetize our lives. Habitize is spelled H-O-B-B. Why or I? Yeah, H-O-B-B-I-T-I-Z-E. Habitize. We over-habitize our lives instead of monetize our lives. Now, I'm going to get into why this is important, why I say that. That's a super bar. Because when we are on social media, we treat this like a hobby. People come on here, they make content right? You on here sharing your artistry, you sharing your content, you sharing your thoughts, you doing all of these things, but you're not directly monetizing. And like I said, I'm going to give the analogy of the 360 contract again. Because how many of y'all are in the 360 contract? How many of y'all know what a 360 contract is? If, if today somebody said, yo, I want to sign you over to a 360 contract, you go going to say, Nah, I'm good. Somebody tried to sign I wanted to become a rapper at one point in time in my life when I was younger. And white dude tried to sign me to a 360 contract. I said, man, fuck you. So a 360 contract by definition, because this is worse than a 360 contract. A 360 contract, as it is called in the industry, is an exclusive contract between a label and an artist. In a 360 deal, a recording label not only takes a share of the artist's music sales, but also percentages of revenue from ventures such as concerts, merchandise, television appearances, and publishing. So it's not exactly a 360 contract, but what it is is it's similar, right? Because they own your master's. Yeah, this is more of a 720 contract because they own your masters up front. You understand me? They own your masters up front. Now, y'all like Keith. Come on, man. They don't own my masters. Yeah, they do. I'm going to prove it to you. How do I know they own your masters? All right, let's get to it. When you sign into social media, right? The same if you go sign a contract with a record label, they go say, okay, listen. Let's say we own your masters. Um, maybe you can get pennies on a dollar of your record sales. So maybe you get three cents, five cents, 10 cents, maybe, but we might even just keep a hundred percent. You don't get paid off. None of it. Cause what they end up doing is they give them a loan, right? And then they have to utilize the loan. to oftentimes fund their own marketing, their own videos, travel, transportation, things of that nature, essentially to build up their brand. And then that same money has to be paid back to the record label, right, from album sales so that they can recoup, right, helping you build up your brand. So essentially, it's a bona fide loan. Now, social media is a little different. Social media, I'm going to get to why I'm similarly utilizing that, right? When an artist signs a deal such as that and they're not making no money from the music, they have to monetize their brand by leveraging their brand. So if you build building my brand, now I'm on TV. Now I have hundreds of thousands of fans and things of that nature, right? Now all of these people know who I am. So I say, cool. Um, you could do like Tory like Lane. Tory Lanez is independent, so he's getting 100% monetization on his brand. So that one's different. That's what independent artists try to do, 100% monetization, or they partner with somebody, go 50-50, you understand me, or 60-40, however it is because they can leverage their brand and have more power. But an artist will have to say, okay, well, I'll do a concert, and I will make the revenue from that concert, depending on the structure of their deal. But let's say that the structure of the deal is that y'all don't get any of my concert money, y'all don't get any of my brand deal money. You understand me? Y'all don't get any of my merchandise money. So now, artists is not making money directly from their intellectual property, such as the content they create through the music, but they're able to make money by leveraging their brand, right, by creating a product. Right By doing venues and events. So that's not the best. And that works out for some people. But a lot of artists, what you end up seeing them later on is complaining that, I want my masters. I want to control the music that I make. I want to get paid off of it forever because that's generational wealth. If you can pass that down to your children, right? And children's children, they can get paid as long as people are streaming and listening to that. And music can be repurposed into movies. It can be repurposed for generations to come with people listening to that music that was made. We see that with people estates. The estates is essentially uh, the it's like a, uh, if you think of it like a LLC that owns everything that, you know, you create, right? It's it's, it's you, but it's an estate that you put everything under. So, artists now are saying that I don't like that kind of deal. I don't think that that's the best deal. I'd rather build up my brand and I partner with you on it if I'm doing any kind of deal, which means that maybe I get 50, you get 50%, right? You help me build it up, i share the profits with you. So if we see artists saying that we don't want to be in these masses, we've seen Prince, we've seen Michael Jackson, we've seen all of the great artists saying that that's not a good deal. With social media giants say, okay, we're going to do something similar. You sign on to social media. When you sign up, I need you to make a profile. Y'all following me? This is Web 2. This is why Web 3 is key and and, and that Web 3 is not built out perfectly. It's not, it's, it's such a new thing, but this is why I want it to be the next thing. I want it to thrive. I don't want Web up 2 to, continue to thrive because it's unsustainable. Shout out to DJ fresh. It's unsustainable because people are, people are spending all of their money, habitizing their gifts, but not monetizing their gifts. Right? So you on social media. You create a profile on a Web2 site, right? Web2 will be these social media profiles. So they get on there and they say, okay, you put in your name, your address, your email, all your data. Now, the moment you do that, you create a data profile. They, that data profile, they own that data profile. That's theirs. That's the contract. Go look at the agreement that you sign when you get on social media. The agreement is, I own this content. I own rights to this content. I own everything that you put on there. If I want to, I can cut it off if I want to. I can completely get rid of this. Okay. All right, that's what we're talking about. Now, what else do they do? So, you now have to figure out how to leverage your brand. Because, all right, you got 100,000 followers. Then they say, well, we own your followers too. And we own the data to your followers. So they won't let you get access to the emails of your followers, the texts, the, the numbers, none of that. You can't download a data profile of everybody who decided to follow you on social media. They won't let you get that kind of access. No, that'll be, be you owning the data. This is why the data is more important than anything. Right? Why? Because then you'll be able to retarget the audience that taps in with you and to be able to truly leverage it by selling them something so you can monetize your life. Monetize your likeness, monetize your brand, monetize your money, the whole nine. You feel me? So, no, they ain't going to give you that. But you built it up. So, Instagram got one Instagram account, and they make some content, but that's one account. The other billion people that's on here are the ones who populate the platform with their intellectual property, their photography, their videography, their music, their artistry, their philosophy, right? Their hobbies, their commentary, right? Their their fashion, their styling, like the the political commentary, everything. So the people populate social media with the value. They create the content and make social media valuable. But social media say that we're gonna keep 100% of the profits. Type in there 100% of the profits. Man, y'all better get this bundle pack, man. I'm gonna teach y'all how to monetize, but y'all gotta get this financial literacy, this bundle pack, because it don't make no sense. We gotta monetize, not habitize, you feel me? BWO not open yet. When BWO opens, you got to text BWO to that number to get on the list, the waiting list. It's not open yet. I'm just saying. So they take 100% of your profits, blood. That's crazy to me. That is cr- Like, imagine going to your job. Yo, I need you to work and I need you to sell these bags. I need you to sell these clothes. I need you to sell these cars. Now, listen, what you're going to be able to do is build up a clientele, right? You're going to get knowledge, on-the-job training, but everything you sell, we keep 100% of the profits. Wait a minute, I don't get nothing? No, 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 but you can come over here and sell for us, though. I social media say said, y'all can come over here, create content, get people to come over here, sell for us. I need you to create marketing campaigns. I need you to do branding. I need you to create beautiful style and photography. But what you can do is, once you're over here and people know that you're a good salesperson, then you can leverage that outside of what you sell for us. I'm going to be like, man, wash your goddamn mind. There ain't no way. I'm going to sell for y'all and then leverage the experience that I have, more people knowing me, maybe build up a client list, and then just monetize on the side and try to leverage what I did over here. It don't make no sense, because I'm working for free. Or they say, you know what? You can get tips when you're talking to people, and if you you buy a car from them, you can get tips. It's like you go become a waiter, you working for free, and they say, well, I can't pay you a wage, but if you get tips, you can keep the tips. Not all of them. We still go take a percentage of the tips, but you can keep your tips, but not all of them. Remember that, right? Like I've been on this live. I don't know how long. Now one person gave me a tip. See, this is all free. This is me literally spending my time. And that means I will be doing this for free. You see how this doesn't make sense? Cause that won't pay a single bill that won't allow me to grow. Won't allow me to expand. Like I spent a lot of money creating high-level conversations. So I have to make sure I'm monetizing that. And the people that support us, they get the gold water, they get the crowns, you know, they buy into the brand because it's not really free. It's reciprocity. It's it's give, take, take, give. I give you something in reciprocity, man. I find the value of this. Ain't nobody giving it like this. This changed my life. Let me support the brand so they can continue to make more and they can grow and expand, right? That makes sense. You should never want to see you should never want to see somebody on here of extreme value giving everything away for free. That's disrespectful because now they cannot expand unless they got a budget. Unless they got money. No. And the uh, the issue is, is that oftentimes this is the people that's given no value, not in a substantial form of value, but only entertainment value are the ones that are getting the most money. Not people that's given practical value and value of utility. So no, I, I never wanted to see that. And I always told people we're not doing that whole poor, broken, righteous stuff. Oh, you activist. You shouldn't have no money. Oh, you're a revolutionary. You shouldn't be getting no money. Why? Shouldn't those be the people with the money so that they can continue to do more of what they do? And they ain't got to go beg for money from church, from uh, uh, charities and the government and brands. That don't make sense. So it's like I'm changing it's so many different things and layers as I go through how I want to go about building that I'm changing the game on how I will go about it. So now, appreciate the badges. Appreciate the what you call it. See, now I can, I, you see this? Right there when a person buys a badge, now imagine if 700 people, and then not only, and, and I'm not even asking y'all to, but I'm just giving y'all an example. If that's 700 people, right, Imagine if, could give Imagine if everybody can give a hundred dollars. Imagine if everybody can give a thousand. Now social media won't let you give that much amount. So not only will they say you got to work for tips, but we're going to cap the amount of tips that you can be that you can get. Why they don't allow you to get hundred dollars? why they don't allow you to set it? The problem is is when you have to be allowed to do something on a platform because somebody else is control it, they're only allowing you access to it. That's well too. So you create the profile, we own the data, we own all your intellectual property and content you create, and we can control how many people see it, how much money that you can get from it. It's not the best job in the world. Don't seem like the best job in the world to me. All right, so if when I first got on social media, I said, I got to monetize this from day one, it's the only way it's going to make sense. I remember I used to do, I used to put my cash app down there. I'm like, man, I can't be on here just giving all my free nuggets away. And some days people used to, they used to throw 500 at me, 600 at me. I said, okay, well now I don't mind creating value on here because now I'm getting value back, right? Otherwise I got to go off site and leverage it. So before they had a monetization button, I'm going to figure out a way to directly monetize off my content. Now, and I appreciate everybody getting a badge of I love y'all for that though. Uh now, what I did is I said, okay, what's a bigger key than that? A bigger key was, all right, let me actually create products. And we're gonna get on fan base. You know, I like OnlyFans. The idea of OnlyFans is that people are getting paid for their content. Unfortunately, now it's connected to sex work and like a pornography site. But the right I the idea is that Y'all might be mad at OnlyFans, but that's better than using Instagram because at least people on OnlyFans are getting paid from OnlyFans because everybody on Instagram ain't a fan. See, the idea of OnlyFans would say that you can monetize from people that are actual fans. So they're going to pay you. So how many times y'all get on here on social media and somebody hating in the comments? Somebody talking about things that they don't like, like, no, I would rather be talking to only fans instead of haters and fans, haters, fans, spectators. No, if you paying me, you a fan and a fan, not a bad thing. It's a good thing because your core audience, that's your fan base. You feel me? The thing about fan base, black on, I like it. Isaac Hayes, it has to grow, Right. So Fanbase says that you can convert all your content and download it and upload it on Fanbase and a subscription base, but you need more people on Fanbase to be able to live off of it, right? So if that becomes bigger and more widely known, then it makes sense that I'd rather have 700 people here paying me $20 a month, paying me $100 a month. Rather than having 100,000 followers, 200,000, 300,000, 500,000, and none of them paying you anything. And you creating, spending money, time, effort, energy, creativity, imagination, everything to create content all day long. There's no actors, there's no top musicians, rappers, there's no great artists, none of them do that. But all of that is content. So what I'm trying to get people to do is change the direction of how you go about monetizing. Because you can start small and then big and, and, and build big. And it don't cost that. Let me see. What's the average rent in America? Let's let's do some calculations. I got to go eat. So I'm going to get off here in a second. Let's say the average renter 2022 pays $1,300. The, ask, the average asking rent is now $1,900. With single families averaging $2,018 a month. With a single apartment cost 1659 right? So let's say the average is around, from that, about $1,500. $1,500 to $2,000, All right, so let's, let's pull out the calculator real quick. Boom. So let's say 2,000. Let's say it's 30 days in a month, right? So let's say if you make $60 per day on the side, you feel me? That's $1,800. The average person in America will be able to pay their rent. Now, some say $2,900 to $3,000 a month. I know my rent is higher than that. um, A lot higher. Just pay rent today. Boom. So let's say, let's go to a, 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 a even higher, right? Let's say if you can make $100 a day right, in 30 days. Now now we talking, right? That's a little better. Average person to be able to pay their rent. Average person can pay their rent, right, $3,000. You got to make an a extra $100 a day. <sighs> Boom. So what you want to do is, if you got five different sources of income that's bringing you $20 a day, that's $100. Bucket has dropped soon. I gotta go shoot a uh, shoot a campaign for him, put him up on the site. You feel me, and then we ready to go. So I'm not even saying about living comfortably because you can have a job plus you can have those ho- uh, 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 those uh, hobbies rolling. We just paid out. I think we paid out an affiliate like eighteen hundred dollars from Goldwater because they sold Goldwater as an affiliate. So. You know, that's helping them pay their rent. This is what I'm trying to get y'all to do is cut down on rent costs, right? Because the more I can get you to cut down on rent costs, after all your bills is taken care of and everything else is done, that's the money you have left over for investments. That's the money you have left over for expansion, right? So let's say you do something like this. I'll just use my businesses as an example. Let's say you do gold water, right? Um... If this person is doing, let's see. Yeah, they so they doing about $60 a day, right? In affiliates for Goldwater by making $1,800, right? So that's super solid. They don't have to make the product, right? They don't have to create the marketing for it. We're creating the marketing. They're just finding a way to be able to sell it by pushing it out, being a brand ambassador, right? And becoming an affiliate. Affiliates are a great way to be able to make money. You can create a YouTube channel. You ain't even gotta have a lot of followers to do this. You're going to find different businesses that allow you to do affiliates and most of these companies allow you to do affiliates. Just text affiliate down there. I'm gonna have a, a link sent out to everybody for the affiliate thing. Um, <clears throat> So, Nah, that's not multi-level marketing because multi-level marketing is kind of like I don't like multi-level marketing. I'm talking about where you sell something and you just get paid, and then a person ship off that. But I like affiliate because essentially, you find a company that you like. No, you gotta text it. Don't don't type it. You find a company that you like, and essentially what you're doing is, you um um you're selling for them. Without having to do any of the shipping, without having to deal with any of the overhead costs, that's it. But I, I refer you to find companies that you like. So you can actually have a small relative following, 100, 200, 300, right? Um, and because you have a small audience, you're more intimate with them. They trust you more, so you want to find things that you actually like. And you easily, and if you create something on YouTube... You're going to find new customers that are just going to be watching it regardless. So you don't actually have to have a large following. If you got subscribers, good. Build them up. Be consistent. But otherwise, you're creating content and you are reviewing products. You understand me? And then people are watching your reviews and then they're deciding to buy and then you're getting paid. Right? That's monetizing. Now, I suggest everybody write a book. You write a book. Let's say you got a digital ebook. Right? There's zero overhead costs. You can connect it to a Shopify store and you can start selling it. And let's say if you sell each book at $20 or $10, right? If you sell them at $10, you only got to sell two books to get $20 a day, right? So what I'm saying is creating a, 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 a five separate different list of income and the minimum $20 a day from these five separate ones as you have a system working, that's $3,000 a month for the average person. And that's going to take the average rent of an American in a year. Now, these are things you can do alongside of your job. Right? Because what I'm trying to get people to do is to understand, like, it's not that hard to make more money. It's not that hard, but you definitely need to be able to monetize everything you do. Because a lot of you all, you may be on doing lives, you may be, you know, uh, 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 writing long captions and books, but I think it's also part of the laziness of this generation. Instead of systemizing, organizing it, right, so that you can monetize it, you give it out freely, which makes you feel like you're actually doing something, but it's not the most effective, but you're efficient at being consistent with throwing out your best philosophies, making yourself sound deep. And I read some stuff on there. I say, God damn, this deep. Bro, deep, man. This sound good. This would be great if it was actually in the book. But when you do a book, you actually now got to organize your life. So instead, you rather habitize it. You understand me? Instead of monetize it. Nah, that don't make no sense. I don't want to see... You putting out all this content on social media and you not selling nothing. That don't make no sense to me. Yeah, bro said he, he admitted he said he lazy. Can't do nothing with you if you lazy. I believe you only deserve what you work for. So if you don't work for it and you don't have it, then you don't deserve it. Lazy is as lazy does. So when I see people, I'm like, yo, you'll be a great, doing great lives on here, but you won't format that and put it into a podcast. And then once you put it into a podcast, maybe you don't get a million people that watch it. Maybe you get a thousand people. You're building up an audience over time. Now you can go to small businesses and be like, yo, now you got another place to sell affiliate products. Now you got another place to be able to place products, You understand me and and or create a business on the side of that, because if you build up an audience, now you need to create a product to where you can leverage that audience. Like you you got to be able to monetize everything and leverage everything that you create.